Hi, welcome to Upgrade Your Faith. I'm Luke Gradless, and this is our Wake Up in the Word for Wednesday morning. We're going to be looking at a verse that's found in 1 Peter chapter 3, uh, 1 Peter chapter 3, verse 15. So let's go ahead and read that, and then we'll go ahead and just talk about a couple things that are very uh, interesting that God says in this passage to us. So in 1 Peter chapter 3, verse 15, he says, But sanctify the Lord your God in your heart, and always be ready to give a defense to everyone who asks you a reason for hope that is in you with meekness and fear. And so what we see here is a couple interesting things that we want to you know, take away from this. And all week we've been talking about this theme of evangelism, right? And we have a mission. We have a God-given mission that Christ has asked us to go out into this world and not really asked us, commanded us to go out into this world and to make disciples and to be his witness and to be ready to share the wonderful gift of Jesus Christ with as many people as possible. And so in that same vein, we look at what 1 Peter 3.15 says, and it breaks down a couple things. First it says, but sanctify the Lord God in your hearts. So what's that mean? It means Christ is preferred in your heart. He is seen as holy and righteous in your heart. And so your heart has a special place for Christ. And so that talks about you and your relationship with God. And so the first thing that's going to go into us being good at evangelism is us sanctifying God in our hearts and having a passionate love for him, having a desire for him, seeing him as holy and righteous and pure in our hearts. So the first thing is, is where are you with God? Then the second thing we see from this is he says, um, sanctify the Lord in your hearts and always be ready to give a defense to everyone who asks you for a reason for their hope. So there's, there's a couple pieces there. One, he's saying at all times, any situation, any person, any place, we need to be ready to give a reason to people for the hope we have in our lives. And, and so there's a couple things to that. One, he's saying there's a way that we live life, right? It should be noticeable by the way that you and I approach life with a hope a hope that is not squashed out by circumstances of life that should intrigue people. And because this will intrigue people, they're going to ask us, why are you so hopeful? Why are you the way you are? Why do you behave that way? And when that happens, we have to be ready to go, not because of me, but because of Jesus Christ. And so there's a couple interesting pieces there. It's saying, one, one part of your testimony is your relationship with God, right? That's a sanctifying him in your heart. The second part of it is, is that the way that you live makes you strange. It makes you stand out. You don't act like everybody else. You don't blend into the world. You don't respond to fearful or uh, worrisome or worldly situations the way that everybody else does. Why? Because you have this hope. And this strangeness that comes from your hope, it's obvious to everybody who's out there. People will be intrigued by the way you live your lives, and they're going to inquire about it. So one, we have this, this sanctification of God in our hearts. Two, it creates within us a strangeness where we live life differently, hopefully, because of our relationship for God. And then three, when people ask us, we're not shocked by this. We are ready and our answer isn't an answer that points to anything within us. It's an answer that points us to or points them to Christ and the work that He has done in our lives. So sanctify the Lord God in your hearts. Always be ready to give a defense to everyone who asks you a reason for the hope that is in you. 
And you do this with meekness and fear or with, with a gentleness and respect. And so we're not having this conversation with people necessarily to get into an argument. This was something I, I had to learn as I matured and got older. Uh, a lot of my early conversations with people when I would evangelize, I was beating them over the head with truth, right? I was trying to be right and not necessarily trying to be loving. Um, so, so we have to make sure we have the right tone and intent, right? If I'm going to get into a conversation about who Christ is with somebody, and if there is a little bit of back and forth, is my desire that I'm right, you're wrong? Or is my desire that I know I'm confident in my relationship with God, and I'm praying and hoping that I can introduce you to Christ? Because I'm confident if I can introduce you to Christ, He is the one that's going to break through your heart. He is the one that's going to make that connection to you. He is the one that's going to change your life. And so this passage unpacks a lot of different things for us. One, are we in the right place with God? Two, are we living in such a way that people are intrigued by it? Three, are we ready to talk to it? And then four, when we do talk to it, what is our motive? It should be that we're there to, to lovingly guide these people to a relationship with Christ. What I would say is I, I see often that people are not ready. People are not ready. I, I have seen people who have gone to church for decades, and yet if you ask them to share their witness or their testimony or their conversion or, or, or whatever word you want to use for it, but their story of how they became a disciple of Christ, it is amazing to me how many people don't know how to tell that story and how many people are not ready because of fear or worry or whatever reasons to share that. And so brothers and sisters, you have to do some soul searching to figure out if you do have a barrier, what's your barrier and why do you have it? But then second, what you have to acknowledge is, I can't have that barrier. I got to be ready to go. I got to be ready to share the story. And, and I'm a big believer that if we have the faith, if we have the desire, God through the Holy Spirit is going to help us in those moments say the right things. But we got to practice. We got to train. We got, we got to become good at what our command is, which is to go out into this world and be disciples. And so brothers and sisters, that's my encouragement to you. Make sure all those things are happening today, that you've taken time to sanctify the Lord in your heart, to that you are living in a way that is strange to the people that are your coworkers, your friends, your family, and three, that you are ready. You are ready to share Christ, not just through your actions, but through your words with people who are searching for him. Thanks so much for spending a few moments with me this morning as you're getting ready for your day. I hope you have a blessed day. I hope God uses you to build the kingdom, and we will see you soon. Bye.